Welcome to another episode of Mic'd Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. One hell of a show lined up for you guys today. A lot of firings going on in the world of college football. We'll recap some of those games in the NFL, talk a little bit about Tua, and then also talk about the top five things that scare us. Spoiler alert. Number one on the list is probably going to be our office neighbor. <laughs> uh, he's climbing the list very quickly. I don't know uh, what's going on over there. I mean, you would talk about surprise players coming up in the draft all the time, right? Like, which quarterback is going to surprise us? Well, it's our neighbor here in the office that's climbing our list today as we we're going to be doing the top five what scares us the most list. Have you been watching the Dahmer series? On uh, no, I've tried to avoid it because I'm letting everyone <laughs> else kind of get their reactions out of the way. Right. And then I can be like, okay, I'm going to watch Clearly. this. Clearly. Yeah, that's what you're doing. Yeah. I don't know if I'll ever watch it. Like, I just don't care for stuff like that. You know what I mean? I'm just never like, you know, what What do I want to watch tonight? Mm-hmm. I want to watch a documentary over a guy who killed and eats people mm-hmm. yes. just for the hell of it. Well, I I've been right. watching it because I like it. We talked about it on Thursday night. I don't It's just really weird. The last two Sundays we've recorded, we have, we're in an <laughs> office building, mm-hmm. and our our neighbor across the wall here so we making a lot of noise right now <laughs> a lot of weird noises coming from over there i don't i don't know title says artist people think of art in a lot of different ways so there's a variety mm-hmm. of you know versions of art yeah some some people consider like gore yeah art i wonder if jeffrey dahmer thought that like blood mm, painting look at this yeah i don't know i don't know part either. of it is i i'm curious Part of it, I just want to freak you out. Well, it's working. You know, that's the thing. You don't really have to help too much with that because I'm really good at just scaring myself. I did it the other night where I was laying there and I thought I heard something in my room. You know, it wasn't that I thought it was a person. I, I thought it was a mouse, to be honest with you. And I was just like, this apartment is clean. I'm on a second story. Why would there be a mouse in here? And then I was able to just kind of to bust the because myth. Because they've already eaten it was, the people on the third story. Ooh, it's making its way down. Say, I always think bottom up. That makes a lot of sense. Or maybe, maybe it is bottom up. Finish the people on the first floor. Yeah, my apartment complex did creep me out last year because at the end of the hall, I had a light that the they had a light that was flickering, and every time I'd open my door, it would like start to flicker harder. And I was just like, son of a gun. I honestly, I'll be completely real with you. I thought it was you guys messing with me. I thought you had somehow figured out how to do that. So. Don't give me this look like you did it, because I know you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get into some sports. We'll talk about the scary stuff later, too. Uh, Scary for Alabama fans watching this game on Saturday. Uh, Bryce Young, let's start there. He takes a weird hit against Arkansas, stays in the game, tries to throw another pass, and just you see his his arm just kind of freeze up on him. He doesn't move it very much. Uh, He slams his helmet down in frustration. On his way to the 10, he doesn't come back in the game. It sounds like it's, um, at, well, it's Nick Saban came out and said it's an AC sprain. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be day-to-day. I thought one thing that was interesting that a, a lot of people didn't react to 
is that Nick Saban came out and said, like, this is just one of those things that he has. Or, like, you know, one of those things that happens. It, is it? Is that, like, a, a problem for Bryce Young? Is this going to be something Ooh, that I didn't hear he that gets part. knocked for in the, the draft process? I mean, he's already, obviously, he's a Heisman winner. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a big-time prospect. I think being on that public stage, too, is now people are going to be looking at that shoulder and really investigating it to see if that's going to be a problem in the long run. I really hope it's not. I hope we get to see him come back. But that is something that is going to be interesting to keep an eye on, especially as we get into the spring. I assume he's going to declare for the NFL draft. I don't know what he has to win at Alabama, uh, but that is uh, an interesting storyline to keep an eye on. Do you think, I mean, they have him listed as day-to-day. Do you think he ends up coming back this year and playing, or do you think it's kind of one of those deals where I've already won a Heisman, been a national title game, we did lose, but... Maybe I'll just kind of prepare for the draft at this point. Yeah, I think he'll come back because I, I think that he would also like to be one of those guys that's a repeat Heisman winner. Mm. Only had one so far. And the opportunity to win a national championship, I think it's going to be huge for him. And I don't see very many players doing the whole opt-out thing with Nick Saban. And even though Bryce Young has the potential to be a very high pick and he has already won the Heisman Trophy, I don't get the vibe that that's something that would happen from an Alabama player, like even Will Anderson, you know, if, if he were to suffer an injury, I, I bet those guys come back and and it'll be still trying to get that national championship. Yeah, and I mean, that's the thing with Alabama too, is, you know, Bryce Young goes down and it, you start to think, okay, maybe Arkansas is going to be able to climb their way back in. And they almost did. <laughs> and I took Arkansas plus 17. And I've been plus undefeated. 17? And I've been undefeated betting Arkansas this year. And so when that happened with about mm, eight minutes left in the fourth, I was like, son of a bitch, they did it again. Like, look at Arkansas. You lose by just enough. I'm okay with that. I'm happy. Then Alabama just immediately goes and scores. They just like a 60-yard rush right up the middle. And I was just like, you sons of bitches. Well, <laughs> look, like NFL-wise, draft prospects, Jameer Gibbs has been a player that I've been kind of waiting to break out. Mm-hmm. And Bryce Young goes down, and he rushes for 206 yards and two touchdowns against an SEC defense. So he kind of had his breakout day. And I I kind of felt bad because I thought I might have jinxed Bryce Young. I swear on my life, I was about to tweet, what does the depth chart look like behind Bryce Young? What are we going to see from these guys? Because, like, we already knew with – you know, Tua, that Bryce Young was going to be coming, that Mac mm-hmm. Jones was already there. We've kind of known for a while who was going to be at quarterback. Even yeah. before um, Tua, Tua was, it was Jalen, you know, Hurts. Jalen Hurts was yeah. there. He started as a freshman. So who I haven't had be- any question. Who was before Jalen Hurts? It was – I don't remember. Yeah, I don't either. Was it Sims? Was that his name? I don't I really remember. Don't remember. But we've known the, the Alabama quarterback situation yeah. for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know much about Jalen Milrow. Uh, now I do. And he looks damn good. <laughs> he's fast. Uh-huh. And even on the broadcast, they said, like, he's going to be a little more of your Jalen Hurts-style Alabama quarterback. And he is. I, he broke off that long run. Looks like he's got a lot of arm talent. They've, they've got some other, you know, recruits that are going to be coming in, too. But Milrow looked really good yeah. against Arkansas. And I know Arkansas did fight back in this one a little bit, but that's just so typical Alabama. Like, you lose a Heisman Trophy winner, and the guy that's right behind him looks like he could be a Heisman Trophy winner. <laughs> Especially with the that breakaway speed that he had. Now, he eventually got mm-hmm. caught up, but again, but it was a secondary member, but it is what it is. The thing that pissed me off about Arkansas when they lost that game is they had an opportunity to score there at the end. 
And the guy that caught the ball, I think it was a fourth down, didn't even really make a true effort to get the first or even get in the end zone. And then the game was pretty much over directly after that. It was just like that was your one last opportunity to score Arkansas. They put in their backups. They'd already accepted defeat. Mm -hmm. It was what it was. And it's just like, oh, my gosh. And I had some friends that were at the game, and they kept texting me during the game too because I had – they were messaging after halftime, like, what is going on? Like, you know, and I kind of smacked off, like, you know, Texas didn't play them this bad, yada, yada, yada. Arkansas comes back. I'm like, hey, Arkansas has been a second-half team this year. Congratulations. And then when Alabama broke back off, they're like, you know, it's awful being a, an Arkansas fan because this is what we call hogging. It happens every single time. Right when you get excited about the success of the season, they just poop it away, and it's just not good. And I was like, yeah, we just saw it right there again. So they're a third quarter team. They, they won the third a, quarter, sixteen yeah. nothing. About hogging, I didn't know that was a term. I didn't know. I, I don't think Arkansas anybody fans. uses that outside of Arkansas. But well, they can keep rolling with it. <laughs> I think maybe people in Arkansas. And I like that team. Maybe had uh, higher expectations. Like, did you think you were going to beat Alabama? <laughs> like, that's not a hogging. That's just that's Alabama. Yeah. Losing to one of the best teams. Well, we were hoping not to lose by more than 17. <laughs> yeah, all right. That's it. Uh, but Clemsoning used to be a thing because they would they would blow big games. And that really hasn't been a case. And it's something I've been kind of waiting for it to come back. But they win against NC State. I And honestly, I was watching that game Saturday night thinking NC State's going to get the upset. I even watched the Wake Forest game thinking Clemson is going to be upset. But they are still just very good. Mm-hmm. Been very good looks, at home too. Looks thirty-seven better. straight wins at home in Death Valley. I don't like um, Dabo Sweeney, but they continue to win games, and it's not a bad ACC that they're doing it against. Mm-hmm. NC State, Wake Forest has been very good last couple of years. Uh, I know that it's not your traditional powers like Florida State and Miami that are keeping them from doing it, but that's still a good ACC opponent. And Clemson does come up with another win. And as far as some of the top dogs go at least from Saturday, pun intended here, Georgia almost loses to Missouri. That I don't know what happened. I didn't I feel, watch that game, but, like, how? I feel so bad for our buddy Tug because, I mean, it's just back-to-back weeks of close games where it feels like you have the win and you just can't make it happen. I mean, Auburn, you miss a game-winning field goal. Mm-hmm. That's tough. You're here against Georgia. Your field goal kicker makes every freaking kick imaginable past 50 yards. Dude's just strutting off the field just with a 50-yard bomb. Defense can't stop Georgia. Yeah. I mean, Missouri was up by like 10. Mm -hmm. They got close there at the end, and I think Mm -hmm. Georgia kind of just got like a little shit penalty kind of given to them. It was a little bit of a gift from the old refs. Yeah. I I think also that Georgia probably just woke up and was like, hey, remember we're really good at football (laughs) and we're playing Missouri, so let's just go ahead and finish this one out. Yeah, Uh, But it is. It's weird to see Georgia too because that defense has just not been – as lights out, which I, I think you should expect that after a historic defense that you had last year, but allowing 22 points to Missouri is a little bit shocking for yeah. Georgia. And then that offense, too, not being able to come out and score points. Again, maybe it is just you know, almost a trap game, but you didn't lose it to where, you know, may, I guess you're probably not looking too far ahead to an Auburn, but maybe you're overlooking a Missouri thinking, okay, this is an easy one. But they did the same thing the week before against Kent State, thirty-nine to twenty-two. Kent State should never put up twenty-two points on Georgia, <laughs> especially after watching that defense and the way they played last year. Uh, one thing that's going to be tricky for them is their stud defensive lineman Jalen Carter uh, sprained his MCL 
And thankfully, it's just his MCL. And that's the crazy thing about uh, Twitter doctors. The sprained MCL looks so much worse than some of these ACL injuries. Boy, it When you does. see that knee yes. bend in that way, oh. I, I think everybody just kind of assumes like, okay, that's an ACL. That's probably an MCL to go with it. And it's like, nope, actually, he's probably going to be okay. He just sprained it. Probably missed a couple weeks. No big deal. So thankfully for him, he is relatively healthy. Who was it in the NFL last week that tore his ACL? And it looked like uh, it was was it Shepard for the Giants? He's just on the outside of the field all by himself, and he goes to just make like an explosive cl- explosive cut, and then just like goes down. It was like mm, ACL injury. Was it Shepard? It was something. I like don't it. watch them. I don't watch the injuries. Oh, I, the thing was, is like, you wouldn't have, it wasn't anything serious. Like he just mm-hmm. goes to, he's just running and all of a sudden he just like picks his knee up and he just grabs it and falls down. Yeah. It wasn't, it was no nasty or like there was no contact. It was all by And that's the way those ACLs are sometimes. It's yeah. not always those gruesome plays where it's a hyper extension and things like that. But yeah, hopefully, you know, Jalen Carter's okay. And another thing too, uh, watching college game day, mm-hmm. not, I, I won't pretend like I did. I haven't watched game day all year. Uh, my daughter's cheer during that time. I don't get to see it. But uh, I did see a lot of the reactions, like, what's, like where's Lee Corso? And honestly, I kind of thought I might have jinxed Lee Corso. I might. I almost killed him, I think. I think you're close. <laughs> I was worried. I'm glad you brought it up because I was thinking, I was like, man, we just talked about this, and he's not on TV. Yeah, I, I think it was, was the last episode where I uh-huh. said, like, what are they going to do when this man dies on TV? Mm-hmm. And then he wasn't there. He didn't feel good. Like I think they announced it. It's like, yeah, Lee's not feeling good, so mm-hmm. he's not joining us. Um, but it did seem clear, and you have it right here in the, the rundown as well, that like McAfee is the replacement. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. He's actually doing a really good job. Yeah, like I was I worried so it was going to be like over-the-top antics you know, mm-hmm. that we'd kind of seen before. But I also think with McAfee is that he realizes right now, he's like, I don't have to be anything more than I am to get attention or, you know, be liked yep. because he's already got these massive deals with the, with the show. I mean, well, and he's got him. this whole new studio and Saturday night, him and his entire I didn't watch team, any of that, did you? I didn't either, but I saw the clip house and it looked like it was pretty, you know, I mean, enjoyable TV, mm-hmm. but like they had a watch party on ESPN2 to watch a college football game. It's like the that's Manning huge. cast, except yeah. for college football. And that's the thing is, though, is like they had a lot going on with it and they were trying to raise money to uh, for one of the coaches' charities. I don't remember which team it was, but... It's, just, it's kind of one of those deals. Were they doing the there. Clemson game? I don't even know. I think it might have been. Um, Probably because that was the the ABC primetime game. Yep, I think game it was. One. Yeah, and so it's like they're just they're, they got all this other stuff going on while they're watching, so it keeps you interacted, and you know what I mean. You're enjoying it as well. But back to game day, he just he keeps everyone's attention, and it's enjoyable. And you can tell the other co-hosts like working with him, and the way they're going. Um, I think game day might just be kind of making the right decision here. Now the other part of it is. What do you do with Lee Corso? Do you mm-hmm. just kind of have him come, you know, in and out, you know, every couple of weeks? Or well, I know before. Again, I haven't watched any of this year. I know before, even when they brought on David Pollock to, as like more of a role, it would be Pollock, um, Desmond Howard, Herbie, and um, the other guy at the desk. And it's like, okay, Corso's going to take a little bit of a break here. Like doing three hours of live TV is hard. It's exhausting. Mm-hmm. And so they were giving him a little bit of a break here and there. I do wonder with the Pat McAfee hiring, like it happened in like week two or week three. Mm -hmm. I do wonder, and it sucks to talk about, but let's be real here. I do wonder if Lee Corso is in some declining health where they were like, all right, we got to do this. We got to bring somebody else. We have to have the replacement because 
don't know if he's going to make it through the season. Yeah. And that might be Bill, a situation where he not make it to the, through the season where, uh, you know, we've seen with some other guys before where even Al Michaels last year is like, hey, I'm not going to go to this game. I'm taking the week off. Yeah. And I think that we probably see more of that with Lee Corso to where it's like, I'm, I'm not going to travel to that one. Like if you guys are going all the way across the country, I think he lives in Florida. It's like, I'm not going to do that. Not traveling that far, but I'll, I'll stick to the East Coast and things like that. Where and, were they at this week? They were in Clemson. Clemson? Mm-hmm. I mean, so even not far yeah. travel. But, yeah. And McAfee, I, I haven't been his biggest fan. I don't – I'm not really his audience because I like a more serious, mm-hmm. like real college football analysis. And sometimes he's a little gimmicky. Like some of the stuff that he did before with game day, like in his last appearance, he's like jumping off of a boat into the yeah. river. It's like I don't need to see that stuff. Yep. And it always felt like it was too WWE. Like, I don't need the over-the-top wrestling stuff. But it feels like he's kind of reined it back a little bit. Yeah. And I do think that he's perfect for their game pick segment. That was really good. Again, I've been very critical of him mm-hmm. behind the scenes. That was really good, though. And that's what he needs to bring. But, like, also bring real analysis. Like, I can't watch the Barstool college football show. Not because I don't like Big Cat or Portnoy. Like, mm-hmm. Portnoy, probably a douche. But... Create some good content. Yeah. Casey Smith, I think she's highly underrated. But I don't watch their show because I can never tell if they're joking or if they're serious. 100%. And it, it's hard to with some of that stuff. Like, with some of the news that they talk about, it's like, okay, is that a real point or is that sarcasm? Which might sound missing? really crazy coming from us. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Very solid point there as well. Um, the only thing that I wonder with McAfee and Lee Corso and that replacement there is, are they still going to do, like, the mascot pick? Because I feel like. That's going to be like you lose Corso and you lose that. It's like that kind of sucks. Yeah. I think it's, I don't know, maybe it's me. I think that's a little bit overrated anyway. Really? Yeah, like it used to be cool, but I, I like seeing is the, it still? Uh, the, just the crowd react, man. Yeah. Like that one clip out where he has the helmets and he's like, mm-hmm. can't pick which one. He's like, eh, fuck it. And then he throws it and he grabs it. That is one. good. <laughs> like that is just, let's keep that rolling. Mm-hmm. It's also like, if you're in the crowd, you probably see them bring out. The stuff. Like, you see them bring out the headgear to where it's... So I always assumed that he had both back there. Maybe so. Just sitting, and then it's just like, boom, he picks which one he wants. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's When I was at the Texas-Alabama game a couple weeks ago, and you're like, you got the big noon kickoff like thing right there, because we were trying to find game day, and we couldn't, and then we stumbled into the noon kickoff. And all of a sudden, here comes Vince Young. That was that was amazing. Yeah? I'm not going to lie. It was pretty cool. I don't think we ever talked about it. But, like, no, seeing Vince, Vince Young... Young like this far away from me, I was just like, I am bricked up on this platform right now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, because like you look at the stage and it's Vince Young, Reggie Bush, Brady Quinn, Matt Lyon. Like that's my generation of like when I was in school, like, holy shit, like, those are the fucking dudes. The only thing that was missing was Cole McCoy and Sam Bradford and Adrian Peterson and young Austin would have just, I don't know, I probably would have died right there. Like, I can't believe I'm seeing all these guys in one place. And then, like, then you get Urban Meyer up there as well. And it's just pff, Tim Tebow. I didn't even throw his name out there. Excuse me. You just throw in those four more other people, and I am calm. <laughs> you just throw in, like, ten more people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just put but them all right it. there on the stage just for me. Thank you. Yeah. The big noon kickoff guys with Reggie Bush, Brady Quinn, mm-hmm. and Matt Leiner. I Again, I don't watch the pregame shows because of youth cheerleading. Mm-hmm. But they were pretty good, too. And I did like Urban Meyer. That was probably the last time that I watched any pregame stuff. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you could probably search it up. There's some tweets out there that I think 
or thought at the time, at least, that big noon kickoff was better than college game day. And I don't know if that's still true. I mean, it felt like it was heading that way, honestly, before mm -hmm. Urban decided to go to the NFL and then completely ruin his namesake. But I don't know, maybe he gets to make that back by going to Nebraska. Yeah, maybe so. And, you know, we had a lot of firings going on in college football. Nebraska already won. Arizona State already has an opening there. So two big openings and then two more came open today with Colorado and Nebraska, or sorry, Colorado and Wisconsin both firing their head coach. Pretty good job openings considering it's the beginning of October. So Colorado fired their head coach. Hmm. Weird. Eric Bianami. There it is. Dear God, let him go there. (laughs) He missed out on the last one. (laughs) Yeah. This is is the time. Man, this is the universe. You messed up once. (laughs) Come back. We're giving you another opportunity. We've got it open for you. Maybe it sounds really bad. The Chiefs game is about to start for us tonight as we record on Sunday night. Maybe the offense will come out firing, but I am just – I am done, have been done <laughs> with Eric Bieniemy oh. for a while, so I do hope that and I hate he that. takes that job. Their little argument that they had on the sideline last week, I can't, we can't see that, and then you guys both come to the podium, and then everyone else at place was like, no, that's just what you like to see. You know what I mean? That's just that competitive fire. That's competitive juice. Fuck that. That is Patrick Mahomes being like, Eric Bieniemy, you suck at your job. We have timeouts. Yeah. We have time. Let's yeah. push the ball down the field. Mm-hmm. That's not a, oh, you know what I mean? We're just competitive athletes. It's like, no, it's, it's because not like you this can't is the make the right call. Yeah, that's happened. It's just usually, I feel like the media or whoever's broadcasting the game has enough respect for Andy Reid and the Chiefs to be like, we're not going to broadcast that. Because mm-hmm. I don't feel like that's the first time Holmes has chewed his ass out on the sideline. Or like members of the, the quote unquote media are like, eh, let's not make a big deal out of yeah. this. <laughs> when it is clearly a, a, maybe not a big deal, but it's a deal. I mean, where there's smoke, there's fire. And we've been hearing rumblings of that relationship not being good for two years. Yeah, I, I do. I hope that he gets the opportunity to be a head coach, and I hope that it is at Colorado. Yep. And I hope that it happens this offseason. That Wisconsin job, though, that one's going to be interesting. No, it, it's, it is and it's not. It's a really, really good job. Jim Leonard was named the interim head coach. I think he eventually just gets the job. I don't even know that it, they're really going to interview anyone. There's no, like, Rooney rules in college football. So I just kind of feel like Jim Leonard, who was a star safety there for a while, I feel like he gets that job and just keeps the title maybe even before the season ends. And it sounds like there's even some rumblings that they knew they had to make this move now just because they don't want to lose a guy like Jim Leonard and so it sounds like he's going to stay at Wisconsin. Paul Christ, we'll see what happens. I tweeted it out you know, like an hour ago. Maybe he's a guy. He's a candidate for that Nebraska job. Well, that was something I wanted to ask you because looking at the Wisconsin job, it never felt like they've – I feel like Wisconsin has not been bad until up to this year. Where it just has clearly not been good. Paul Christ's record as a coach at Wisconsin is 67-26. and 26. He has a 72% um, – Win percentage. And he's so the, been good, and he's six and one in bowl games. Like Wisconsin has been damn good under Paul Christ. So why is it like? Why do you just move on from it right now? Then, like, I feel like that just that's how you put yourself in a curse. This is where you have you know seventy percent winning percentage, and then you're like, it feels very. Enough. 
Nebraska of them to back better <laughs> fire. This coach has been really good, so we don't lose out on this guy who played here for a while. <laughs> Let's go I ahead. I bet and do Nebraska this. is just like, thank you, God. Our prayers have been answered. Yeah, and then Paul Christ. I just I don't know where. I don't know where he goes. I don't really know where he's from. I know he came from Pitt. Mm-hmm. Probably not going to go back there. West Virginia probably going to have a little bit of an opening. Boy, Hell, he was garbage. born in Madison, Wisconsin. This that sucks for him. Like you just lost your dream job. Yeah, to Jim Leonard, all because <laughs> of Graham Mertz. Like let's let's call it yeah, what it is. I, yeah, I mean one hundred percent. I'm glad you said it. I never want to put a blame on a kid, but like, oh, man, you got to be better. <laughs> and yeah. that's the other thing with Wisconsin. I'm not going to sit and try and compare him to you know an LSU or Alabama, but I feel like that was a conversation for a long time with those schools. Like, man, if they can just get a solid quarterback prospect, they'd almost be unstoppable. And it feels like that's kind of the same thing with Wisconsin. I mean, you can have a stout defense. You can have a stout running game. you got nobody to throw the ball. And I don't think I've ever heard of Wisconsin having a quarterback. No, they I, they had Russell Wilson. And that was before – I mean, he wasn't like a big deal. He yeah. transferred from North Carolina State. And there weren't a lot of people knocking on the old door for Russell Wilson. But he was very good at Wisconsin for one year. And then left and went to the NFL and became um, – Something. I will also say a name that we keep mentioning is Lance Leopold. KU head coach. They went again this weekend against Iowa State. And that was a good, hard-fought win. I thought there were several yeah. moments where Iowa State was going to come in and win that game, and Kansas just kept fighting and making plays. And, like, no excuse of, like, ah, well, it's a bad team, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. That's a conference win, and they did it. So congratulations to KU. And I know a lot of people are very excited Um, Speaking of College Game Day, they are going to Lawrence, Kansas this weekend as TCU and KU will face off against each other. Mm -hmm. TCU coming off of a huge win and an upset over Oklahoma. Uh, I hate to sound too biased here, but I questioned the Brent Venables hiring from the jump. I think we all did. I mean, and I say we we, all. You and I. Me, you, and Matt, 100%. (laughs) Yeah, where it was just like, hey, like this is kind of one of those deals where it was like, uh, Mm -hmm. not really sure. A lot of Oklahoma fans were like, yeah, you know, bringing our guy home. Freaking love this because at that Texas Alabama game, I have a buddy who is a huge Oklahoma fan. He's actually your biological cousin, and he was like, "Dude, Oklahoma's going to be better than they were last year. Like our defense is going to be solid. Like we're going to have, you know, uh-huh. a defensive head coach. I think I think we're going to be good." I was like, "Really? Like you really?" I wasn't talking any shit. I was just like, "Hey, I'm not going to sit here pretend to know. You got a transfer quarterback coming in again. Mm-hmm. You don't have the offensive guru in Lincoln Riley." And he was like, "Man, then you Lincoln lost Riley. so many prospects." Yep. And. Didn't even care. Forget about it. They I, left us. We don't even want. We yep. didn't even need them. I am it sure was their mindset. There are so many Oklahoma fans who wouldn't say it out loud. They are have been probably and definitely are now really wishing they had oh, Lincoln Riley. Well, I mean, look he's at, a great coach. Like, look I, at USC right now. I celebrated the, when he left. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like hell yeah. Get we almost had a bonfire here. party just for that. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Very excited to see him go. But I, a big shakeup already in the college football world. Uh, happy for our listeners that are KU fans um, and those fans that are listening maybe right now that are Kansas City Chiefs fans. We, uh, I, Chiefs already scored a touchdown tonight. I missed it. I didn't get to see the replay. Travis so. Kelsey, touchdown. Sweet. Not I'm biggest. getting my ass. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm doing very, very poorly in fantasy football this week. I am, that's what I was going to say. Like, I am not doing well at all. This year, I'm mm-hmm. not. Like, it's just not looking good. I don't know what's going on. I, I do know One what's of going the, on. Yeah. None well, of the receivers that I took that are all big names are not performing. 
Yeah. Like Michael Pittman, I know that's not a big name, but it's a name that I feel like everyone thought was going to explode this year with Matt Ryan being the quarterback. He hasn't done shit. Yeah. Well, even for me, like Rodgers has been pretty bad. Mm -hmm. Stephon Diggs had a rough day. My running backs, Chubb has been good, but I can't get any running backs going. Part of that's my fault. I thought A.J. Dillon would be like a a focal point this year, and maybe he will be later on in the year. Uh, But let's talk about a little NFL. But first, uh, let's mention our great sponsors at Roper Kia. Uh, Go check out their inventory online or on the lot. If they don't have the car of your dreams, they will help find it for you. And if you mention us here at Mike Up, they're going to give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. Again, that's Roper Kia right here in Joplin, Missouri. Absolutely. Next up is going to be Gunspot. Make sure to visit them at Gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs. No reserved auctions every single week. And one of the best parts about the website is there's no hidden fees when you go to check out, so you don't even have to worry about it. So it's not a matter of if, it doesn't matter when you visit the website. So again, be sure to do so at Gunspot.com. Yeah, I do. I feel like everybody is struggling this year with fantasy football. But for me, it's been so hit or miss. Like, I will either score like 160 points or not break 100. And for me this week, it's the not break 100. Week. <laughs> and I, I bet big on not big, but I, I did. I thought A.J. Dillon was going to kind of become the feature back for the Packers. We'll see what happens. Aaron Rodgers, I hate him more and more every single week. He just, he's not living up to the hype. And, like, here's the thing. Jared Goff, I have him as quarterback. 41 points. Just absolutely <laughs> insane, right? You're thinking, okay, hey, Austin's having a pretty good week with Jared Goff. Stephon Diggs, nothing. Michael Pittman, less than five points. James Conner, two first names, less than 10 points. He was a guy that I intentionally stayed away from. I just did not think that he was going to capture Well, that I was kind of like on, you know, the edge. You know, I was kind of fl- dancing back and forth on the line. Like, I'm not really sure how it was going to be. Went for it in this league. Didn't go well. Mm-hmm. Damien Pierce had a good week, but I, I can't get my tight ends. I got Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz in, like, separate leagues. These are the leagues that I have money in, by the way, that I really need to start paying attention to. And it's not going well. Yeah, it is. It's just a very weird year. I, I had another guy, like Austin Eckler. I thought that he was going to be a guy of, like, okay, look at what he did last year. And he's been okay. He did score two touchdowns mm-hmm. today. So he had a big day, but he's been sorry, three touchdowns today. He really made up for his year this <laughs> this week. But he's been a guy who's kind of struggled of late. And but it's been it has been. I feel like it's been everybody. And for me, like looking at the Packers, that whole offense, and maybe it is because I have a couple of them in fantasy, but they have really struggled this year. Even, you know, this weekend, they do win. And they win in overtime. So uh, they scored, like, what, 27 points, I think it was? 27-24 against a really bad Patriots team. Yep. Against, I mean, you were going up against that old guy who should be a coach. He gets (laughs) knocked out. You have Bailey Zappi come in, uh, who's a rookie out of Western Kentucky. And, like, I like Bailey Zappi. The Packers should be able to put up points. And I know I'm talking about the Patriots offense. But that Patriots offense couldn't really move the ball. They're settling for a lot of field goals and like little chip shot, little touchdowns. And the Packers just really have not come out and set the, the league on fire yet with points. They, they haven't scored 30 in a game yet. And I just I kind of expected another big showing from them, but I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, and I wonder if it just has to do with the fact that you don't have Devontae Adams. Like, mm-hmm. And it's, it's crazy to think that you miss one or, you know, you lose one receiver and you miss that much of your offensive productivity and scoring. But it seems yeah. to be the thing. And then you think the Raiders would get that. We got to see it this week. 
Luckily, is finally going to win 101 yards on no joke. 32 to 23 is what they beat the Broncos by. So that's great. Going back to fantasy real quick, though. Two receivers that I have and Chris Olave and Jahan Dotson just sitting on my bench. Oh, have yeah. looked solid. Chris Olave so far has been rookies. very good. I almost put him in the starting line, but I thought I want to see it again. I haven't seen Jahan Dotson a lot. Uh, but I, Chris Olave has definitely caught my attention. I've not seen Dotson either, but everyone just praises him online. You know what I mean? Like on, mm-hmm. on Twitter, I should say, because I'm not going to sit there and watch well, a Washington I, Commanders game. I promise I know. You I have Terry McLaurin. He hasn't been that great. <laughs> I think he had like one catch today. I'm like, what the hell is up? Scary Terry. Like, that ain't cutting it on my team. <laughs> Dude got paid. Decided to just sit back. Like, <laughs> All right. I, I, no more. I still think he's a really good player. Uh, but we'll see what happens with him. You mentioned the Raiders and the Broncos game. The Broncos might be one of the biggest misses. Everybody, both of us included, thought that the Broncos would have a very good year and that that could be a very scary team. Turns out they're not. And uh, bold prediction, I think that Nathaniel Hackett is going to be a one-and-done coach. I don't want to say that quite yet because I I still believe in it a little bit because you have so many veterans on your team that they're all just trying to figure out how to play right now with the new coaching staff and the new offense and the way everything's done. Mm-hmm. That's my only like hesitation is I don't want to be out on them yet when they're two and two. And like, you know, next thing we know, we see them going like a six game winning streak and they're sitting there eight and two and we're all like, they figured it out. You know what yeah, I mean? Like they Russell could. Wilson, he's back up here. MVP discussion. Nathaniel Hackett knows how to game plan, you know, knows how to manage the clock now. And he's calling his timeouts in the right spot, you know, calling the right plays at the right time. There is a little bit of a learning curve there. We're not even five weeks into the season, so I'm just like, personally, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna hesitate a little bit on that. Yeah, but like for me, breaking down their four games that they've had so far, mm-hmm. uh, they had that uh, primetime game against the Seahawks. You should not lose to the Seahawks. <laughs> yeah, right. And then they barely beat the Houston Texans, who are the worst team in football, probably intentionally. You beat a, a very bad, banged up 49ers team, eleven to ten. And then you lose to the Raiders. It's like, that's just not a great start. And I, you have to point the finger somewhere, and I think you have to start with the head coach. It just doesn't look like Nathaniel Hackett was maybe ready to be a head coach. And I still, I still think this was a, maybe if we bring in Nathaniel Hackett, we can get Aaron Rodgers over here. Oh, we can't get Rodgers? He's re-signing? All right, pull the trigger on the trade for Russell Wilson. Yep. Which was hours, minutes, after it, didn't seem like it was it not long, long at all. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this off season was just absolutely insane too. And with Nathaniel Hackett, I hope this isn't one of those deals where Nathaniel Hackett gets a job just because of Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Who was the other head coach that pretty much was it Adam Gase who pretty much got a several head coaching jobs because of Peyton Manning? Yes, I think so. Hopefully, this isn't the second coming of that. He doesn't yeah. seem as crazy or yeah, it'd be hard loony, to be as crazy but... as Adam Gase. Just, I mean, just the eyes alone, you know. Just <laughs> Right, but we'll see what happens with the Broncos. I just really have not been impressed by them so far and some of the, the play calling and just the, the way that they've played. And I did say, um, I think it was when we were doing some of our season preview stuff, that I thought Russell Wilson would have a down year. Mm-hmm. And I really think that he is. And even today he got back a little bit to you know, some of the scrambling around and some of the stuff that made him so good. In Seattle, he finally started to do a little bit more of that. And I also think that there's something to the, like, you can't let Russ cook. Yeah. Like, that's just, that doesn't work, actually. <laughs> he actually needs to play from the pocket and play a little bit conservatively because he's not a gunslinger type. 
And even today, I, I think that, again, he got a little bit back to old Russell Wilson, and it kind of started to work, even though they did lose today. Within the Broncos? Mm-hmm. Broncos won today. They lost to the Raiders. Am I reading the score wrong? They yes. 100% did. <laughs> I was, I, I'm not, dyslexia hit me hard. I read this entire time thinking that the Broncos won 32 to 23. I think I even no. said it a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. Josh bad. Jacobs ran wild. 144 yards, two touchdowns. Derek Carr barely did anything. And Devontae Adams is still a really good receiver. Look at that. Good for the Raiders. I don't know what my I'm, – I'm so sorry. I've been reading this entire thing thinking Broncos win today. We had a whole conversation about us talking about two different teams at once. Yeah, well, that doesn't make any sense. Can you start from the beginning? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Hashtag sports. Damn Chiefs game. <laughs> I knew this was going to be a struggle. <laughs> of other games today, uh, speaking of just bad coaching and things not looking good, maybe that's the theme of our NFL segment here. Matt Rule's got to go. Like, it looks <laughs> really, really bad in Carolina. I think it's safe to say he will be the first head coach fired this season in the NFL. I think it's going to happen pretty soon. And I get Baker Mayfield looked bad today. I don't even know if it's all Baker Mayfield's fault. Like, yeah. He had a lot of tipped passes at the line today. That's probably his fault. Like That offense has just never gotten it going. The defense has never been anything special. Like, As we thought it all, or I shouldn't say we, I thought it would be. I thought the defense would be much better than what it has been. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's had a ton of opportunity there. Oh, yeah, and there's talent all over the field, you know. And when you look at their upcoming schedule, it's not getting any easier. You play San Francisco, you play the Rams, you play the Buccaneers, and then you get the Falcons, who are playing much better than we all thought they would be. Yeah. And then, like, right after that, then you go Bengals, Falcons again, Ravens, Broncos. So, at least for the next couple of weeks, it's not getting any easier. Right. And, uh, the Panthers are, like, 1-26 in under Matt Rule when the opponent scores at least 17 points. 17 points is not hard to score in the NFL, unless you're the Denver Broncos. <laughs> so I usually teams are going to score 17 points. So And that's 24 straight losses. I liked, I didn't like Matt Rule at Baylor, but I thought he was a good coach at Baylor. So going back to our last segment, I think if you're in Arizona State, if you're in Nebraska – I, again, I think that that Wisconsin job is spoken for. But if you're some of these other programs, I think you probably start to put out feelers. Contact his agent and be like, yo, what's up? <laughs> like, how do you feel about Tempe, Arizona? Pretty nice out here. Because it's just not working in the Do you think you would go have to go that low? Just for the jobs that are open now. I think yeah. the Arizona State job is a pretty attractive job. They've never been football. I mean, I feel like we talked about that. No, they've never been a powerhouse. They've never been great, but they could. What is Arizona State like? What are they good at? That's one of the best party schools in the country. So that's it. Yeah, they've never dominated or been anything in any other sport. James Harden was there for a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't know. Yeah, but we also know James Harden. Actually, I think they used to be really. They used to be really good at baseball in the late '90s, early 2000s. I don't care about that. Yeah, Missouri State's no. good at baseball. No one talks about it. <laughs> Mississippi State's good at baseball. Nobody talks about it. No. Uh, so I, I don't – they've never been anything special. They've been a middle-of-the-road Pac-12 team. Maybe uh, once you have UCLA and USC leave, maybe then they could do something. Who knows what's going to happen with the Pac-12. But I do think 
the uh, you know a Matt Rule, maybe that is an opportunity for him to get back in the college ranks. If I were a big time program, like if, if I'm Nebraska, I don't know that I'm just immediately like, hey, let's go after Matt Rule. You know, I, I would put I would take Paul Christ over Matt Rule. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. I'm not gonna call you crazy, but I feel like if you're in Nebraska, it's like I don't know because. You're getting a coach. Coaches are fired for a reason, right? It's because they weren't winning at their last program. So it's like, do you want a coach that was losing in your own conference, or do you want a coach that was losing in the NFL but had success in college at Baylor and has now taken Baylor to kind of let them keep winning? One of the reasons why I think Paul Chris to Nebraska would be cool is because he's kind of proven he can recruit that area. It's not like you know Matt Rule being in Baylor, who did a very good job of building up that program. And then passing it off. He, he did a good job. But I do like the fact that, you know, Paul Chris was able to get some guys and find players that were willing to come to Wisconsin. I feel like that's what Nebraska needs. Like, hey, go find players that are willing to come here and be successful. And kind of you know, do it on the scouting part. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, go find us some really good three stars. So we're not getting five-star guys here. Go find the really good three stars. But we'll see what happens with Matt Rule. Um, I – I also wonder if we see a quarterback change there at some point in the season. I think that if you, you know, Baker Mayfield struggling, maybe you do turn to Sam Darnold if slash when he's healthy or rookie and Matt Corral. Yeah. I, I, at this point, you almost just want to see it to see it because mm-hmm. I think it was DJ Moore who had an interview and I didn't get, I only heard parts of it because I was bad. It just, whatever. DJ Moore just does Pooping. not seem. No, it wasn't that. Yeah. I would be honest with you if it was. Just DJ Moore does not seem happy about Baker Mayfield being his quarterback because pretty much it was a question of like, hey, like, you know, do you feel like you're getting true opportunities with you being open? And he was like, being open can be defined in several ways. He's like, yeah, quarterbacks can, be, can throw you open. Exactly. He's like, you can be open by a yard. You can be open by an inch. You can be open like mm-hmm. wide open. He's like, you know, you get the ball, you get the ball. You got to make the play. Patrick Mahomes is throwing Travis Kelsey in double coverage all night. Like, I, I think he's, he's already catches. got seven receptions. It's freaking insane. <laughs> this is the one guy that I needed to not be good tonight <laughs> because of fantasy football, uh, but it's going to happen. Um, how about another team that went to a rookie quarterback today, though? Pittsburgh Steelers. Hey, I'll tell you what. He didn't look like a fucking Pro Bowler. <laughs> he had two rushing <laughs> touchdowns, though. <laughs> so enough. we'll see. Um, they go to him in week four. I was actually kind of surprised that they made this move mid-game. Like, I wasn't surprised that they, you know, eventually went to Kenny Pickett, but I thought that it might be like a, yeah, we're going to go ahead and name him the starter next week. Or Mike Tomlin, like, show up on Sunday, and then you would just notice during pregame, like, hey, Kenny Pickett's actually taking all the reps. (laughs) I think he's going to start. But they they pull Mitch Trubisky. I feel bad for him. I was rooting for him. I wanted him to be successful. I just don't think he's going to be. And now they put in Kenny Pickett. Who you do have a, a pie to the face bet uh, with one of our listeners? If he's ever a Pro Bowler, you have to take a pie to did the I face. Did I say ever? You I said thinking, ever. I actually I was thinking about this mm-hmm. the other day. I was like, did I say ever? Or did I say like a certain point in his career? Yeah, you said ever. <laughs> so this uh, this could be a long bet. I don't, or maybe it's you know three years. And yeah, it's like this, this could be a, a twenty year bet, or it could be. Uh huh. Early on years. at his during his time at Pitt, I thought this is a guy that looks a lot like Will Greer. Ooh, good comparison. That could still be his trajectory. Yeah. But as a first-round pick. So we'll see what happens with him. He was the only quarterback taken in the first round of the last draft. Um, He did come in. I I didn't think that he looked that great. Uh, They still lost to the Jets 
mind you. So, hey, I actually I took the Jets plus three, so I'm pretty proud of that. Now, here's my other thing too. I put in several bets, but I never made the trip to Kansas to solidify them, and I would have won my parlay this week. <laughs> that's what you just, get. What are the freaking that's just, odds? That's of that? karma. That's yeah. the universe being like, "Hey, you want to see something funny? This fucker forgot to go put in his bet, so we're gonna let him hit on this parlay." Yeah. <laughs> And that's where, like, I don't know if it's God, I don't know the universe, whatever you want to call it, whatever you believe in, there's something or something that's like, oh, watch this. Hold my beer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wait, wait, wait. He forgot to go. He forgot to go. Hit on the parlay. Huge parlay. (laughs) When you set up a prank yourself and no one else knows it and that person is getting to go fall into it, you get something like, hey, check it out. Look at him. There he is. (laughs) When you slip something in your buddy's drink and then he comes back and you're like, oh, you're going to drink that? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Oh, you got a shit ton of salt in your beer? Oh, we spilt the beer. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I I didn't realize today, Kenny Pickett threw three interceptions. He didn't throw a single incomplete pass. He went 10 of 13 (laughs) with three interceptions. Did add two uh, rushing touchdowns, like I said. But also, it was the the Jets. We'll see. Zach Wilson's back. Um, Caught a touchdown pass. And threw a touchdown pass. Uh, I don't. I didn't think it was that special. I got the like notification on my phone that's like Zach Wilson catches a touchdown pass, and I like I wanted it to be like a batted down ball that he had caught and then ran in, like Mariota did against the Chiefs. Yeah, I don't care about the Philly special touchdowns anymore. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, I saw Aww. the highlight and I'm like, I don't, I don't even care yeah. about that. Like, that's not even like that was a design play. Yeah, that's not even <laughs> exciting. Like. The fact that defenses are still getting beat by that is almost just embarrassing. Like, yeah, are you guys stupid? <laughs> like, the quarterback's coming up to the line, and it all of a sudden darts off to the right. I wonder what's going to happen. Yeah, so I'm just, I don't know. I wasn't impressed by that at all. And we also had the early game. We had it today. You're going to have it next week. I forget about them. I, did, I, I didn't even know this game was on until I saw an alert about the double doink that missed the game. Or lost the game for the Saints. The London games is what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, I have a buddy who's a Saints fan. And uh, he sent me a message like, man, Saints stink. Like, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, dude, they're not even playing yet. Like, it's 10 o'clock. I'm like, I'm just like, whatever. Turn on the TV. And I was like, oh, shoot. Yeah, London game. Mm-hmm. The other thing is like, we don't hear anything about it. Like, it's not being promoted. Not really. It's like, hey, we know they're not going to wake up. Like, at you hear about NBC, Monday night game. You know what I mean? Sunday night. Uh, Monday night and Thursday night, we know what those games are. We don't know yeah. London, and I don't know if it's the NFL being like, okay, hey, like we'll take the audience, we'll, we'll take the American audience that we can get, but like we're trying to get that UK audience. So, like that's where all our advertising mm-hmm. attention is going. Maybe that's it. Yeah, I don't maybe. Know, but. but even like you are right though, because even watching games today, I'm already seeing like um, ads for the Thursday night football mm-hmm. game, which is on Amazon Prime. But the NFL is still like, hey, by the way, don't forget. No. We're watching this on Thursday, yeah. and I don't remember what the game is right now, but uh, I di- you don't hear much. And again, I consume a lot of NFL content. I like to watch your stuff. Didn't hear much about it. Uh, speaking of those Thursday night football games, we didn't get to talk about this one yet. And that's the Tua injury that happened on Thursday night. You and I watching this one together with some buddies. Mm-hmm. That's just rough, and I know a lot of people look at it and the independent – neurologist or unaffiliated neurotrauma consultant was fired 
and that's great. That's a, that's a good first step of firing that person because uh, even the tweets and stuff I saw was that he made several mistakes. Mm-hmm. Dolphins got to take this one too. I don't know anybody that was watching that Dolphins game last Sunday saw Tua go down and thought, yeah, he's going to be fine. Yeah, I mean, the, we all saw what happened on Sunday. Like, mm-hmm. you get up and you stumble like that, that's not good. Like, that right there, that is a clear sign that something has happened, yep. that your brain has touched your skull and you are concussed. Like, that is what that means. And the Dolphins are just, like, at halftime, like, he's all right. Yeah. He knows his favorite color. He knows his birthday. He knows what day of the week it is. Yeah. He knows what well, jersey we're wearing. back. Psh. That's why he collapsed on the ground. I gave, him, back. I gave him seven numbers, and he repeated all of them back. Yeah. They're the same seven numbers. Hey, Billy Bob, this man's holding up some fingers. True or false? True? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's good to go. Yep. Was like, is that the test that they did on Tua? And then watching it on Thursday night felt just so bad for him. He takes not a hard hit. He takes a hit that you see a million times on an NFL Well, Sunday. the thing was, it was the same impact, like same spot. And mm-hmm. It's that back of the head hit that mm-hmm. gets you. Like where your neck snaps and you, you hit concussion. your head. It was the same type mm-hmm. of deal. Where... And since he didn't have time to fully recover from the first concussion that he very obviously had last Sunday, um, you, you see the, the clip where his hands go uh, frozen and he goes straight to his head. He has to get carted off. He's taken to the hospital. I was very surprised to even hear that he was cleared to fly home. Uh, like the next day or yeah, that night I mean, or whenever it was they flew home. I don't know who tweeted it. Uh, someone someone did. I think you know her. She's a huge – her name is something on my mind. She's a huge Baltimore Ravens fan. Loves Joe Flacco. Lindsay is that, Lindsay okay? Oh, yeah. Is that it? Yeah. yeah. I think it was her that had tweeted something very similar to that. It was like, you know, like I'm clearly not a doctor, but it just also doesn't feel safe that they're letting two get on an airplane directly after a concussion mm-hmm. like this. Yeah, why would you? I th- I think that's very unsafe. Like you hear that about yep. players that have knee injuries, right? Like that'll they'll blow up. It's just the the different you know air pressure that you have right there, how your body reacts to it. If your knee, if you have a knee injury and you take a plane ride like that, and your knee's gonna blow up. I think that happened with Anthony Hitchens a while back. I've heard it happen. I've heard Pat McAfee talk about it, where you know he wants to come back and be a kicker in the NFL after he retired. Takes a plane ride somewhere, knee blows up, and it just like it swells up. I should I just say blows up. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna yeah. comment. Like, I think you mean swells up. Yeah, so like it, it just swells up real big. Like, won't your brain? <laughs> You're do telling the same me I should thing? never fly again because my knee might explode. Pow! <laughs> Does TSA know about this? <laughs> it's gonna blow. It's just you my knee. Keep saying fine. plane and blow up, and I think you're on a no fly list. <laughs> yeah, my bad, my bad. But it's just like it's gonna swell up like that. Isn't your brain or you know your head gonna? I mean, same I would thing? just be like, you know what? I'm gonna stay at the hospital tonight. <laughs> if my hands ever did that, I'm checking myself into a hospital. I'm not leaving for a while. Like I, and like the thing- I'm gonna go to sleep in that hospital. I'm gonna make sure you guys wake me up. You know. Like my first question would be like, "Hey, I'm not paying for this, am I? Cool, I'm gonna stay there." <laughs> like, imagine going home and being like, "I'm good to go to sleep, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I am. I'm good to do this." <laughs> yeah, and that's one of the. Isn't that a thing with concussions too? It's like, oh, don't let them fall asleep. Don't know if they'll wake up. I don't know if that's true. Maybe that's. I feel like no. It's like if you have a concussion, you're supposed to be checked on uh, throughout the night because you know you don't internal brain. You know what I mean? You don't know if you have an internal bleeding. Yeah, in my ass is staying in the hospital. Yeah. With the doctors checking on me. You're checking vitals every two hours. They said he was fine. They said he was responsive. That's what they said the first time. (laughs) (laughs) It is true. But this time it came from the actual hospital. So, yeah. (laughs) Hopefully, hopefully he is okay. I don't know how much time he's going to have off. Like, it's got to be more than two weeks, right? Or is two weeks the proper amount? Yeah. I, 
I think two weeks is probably enough. I mean, if they if he takes one week off and then he plays in that next game, that's going to be a little concerning. Well, he's too. getting since he played Thursday, right? So he's going to get a week and three days, but even that, or a week and four, yeah, three yeah. days. So even it still that, doesn't feel like enough, yeah. No, it doesn't. What did you think about the uh, the replay? Because a lot of people did not like the Amazon Prime. They did not shy away from showing the replay. That it wasn't gory. Like mm-hmm. it's you're just going in on his hands. It's not like if he was dead, it'd be like, oh, okay, like hey, yeah, bad mm-hmm. luck. He's he's alive. He's like fine. watching he's the uh, the Texas game on Saturday night. They were running back for West Virginia. Took like not a. a a bad hit. He took a knee to the helmet is what I think they said. And, but he actually like got knocked out. He lost consciousness. And so they didn't show a bunch of replays or anything, but me being the person I am, I found it on Twitter and I was like, Oh, that sucks. But it really, it wasn't that big of a hit. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's the fact that I, I feel like the, like don't show the replay has become a trend on Twitter to where it's like, I want to see the replay. Well, the thing is, too. Is I'd like, like to see it. Call me crazy. And people got to realize, like, just because you saw the play the first time doesn't mean somebody else did. Someone's probably been in the bathroom. Someone probably went to get a drink, snack, mm-hmm. just now getting back in the house from somewhere. Or, like, you're with us Thursday night. Fucking TV won't load. The streaming service is just being yeah. absolute garbage. And you see someone make a throw, and then the TV freezes, and you're like, uh, okay, was that completed or not? And mm-hmm. then other people react to it because their TV is fine. And then yours catches back up. You're like, still don't see the play. Need a replay. Yeah. And I, I think it is maybe just I get annoyed because I do feel like people are there. There are people on Twitter that do it for attention mm-hmm. because they want to be like, like respectful or whatever. That person is not going to send you a message. you be like, hey, like. We're not going to think you're a better person because you tweet, don't show the replay. <laughs> Here's another just little tidbit for people. Um, if you tweet, hey, Amazon, don't show the replay. Amazon's not checking their Twitter account in that moment. No, Amazon's it, looking at that money just coming across that bank account. Yeah, <laughs> and I know that, like, for some of us, Twitter is, like, such a big deal. It's not to these companies. These companies recognize that a lot of people are actually not on Twitter. Yeah. And there are a lot of sickos out there, like me and Brooks Quinn, who are going to find the replays on Twitter. <laughs> now, if it is a knee injury, like you were talking about the knee injury earlier, the ACL injury, I don't watch those. Yeah. And, but you know what else I don't do? I don't get on Twitter. I'm like, hey, NBC, stop showing the injury. Because I do think that it is, it's almost important to see, hey, football's dangerous. And this stuff can happen. Yep. And there are people that do like to see what happened. For me, usually, you know, if I'm watching a game and I see a gross injury, I'm like, okay, I'm going to stop paying attention to that now because I know they're going to show the replay. And I don't think it's insensitive to show the replay of an NFL player. Yeah, I think if you talk to Tua and they're like, hey, bud, um, if you get hurt, they might show your replay like 20 times in a row. Are you sure you still want to play in the NFL? Uh, yeah, sign me up. <laughs> yeah. Still paying me millions of dollars? Like, yeah, it kind of sucks, but that's part of it. So. Go ahead and shit on my name, too. You guys already do that. <laughs> still still cashing these checks. Don't even care. Yep. I saw Direct Facebook. deposit. Thank you. Facebook article um, that said, like, the, he- the headline was, like, J.J. Watt furious over Amazon Prime replay. I'm like, oh, really? Like, what J.J. Watt have to say about it? And all J.J. Watt had tweeted was like, hey, Amazon, stop showing the replay. <laughs> it's like, that's what we're classifying as furious? <laughs> like, the dude sent one tweet, but he I He got know. so mad that his uh, heart rate got out of rhythm, <laughs> heart so he had to go get it shocked back into play. <laughs> yeah, which sounds wild. Also, I love that it, 
J.J. Watt's like, hey, somebody might leak this, so I'm just going to go ahead and get out in front yeah. of it. <laughs> I, bet that, I bet that reporter's like, son of a bitch, yeah, that was my it. big story today. <laughs> I just had it <laughs> sent to the editor. <laughs> yeah. It's about to hit. J.J. Watt no longer has a heart. Psych, he's playing Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> but I do. I love that. I uh, feel bad for Twitter. Dolphins should, um, sorry, feel bad for Tua. The Dolphins should take. <laughs> feel bad for Twitter. I, was I like, feel bad for everybody on Twitter that tweets don't show the replay because guess what? We want to see the replay. I and, wonder and if I'm in the, mi- in the minority of that. I feel like people do want to see the replay. Well, a lot of it too is, you know, someone might not be paying attention to the game or watching it because they're not their teams, but then they get on Twitter and they see everyone's reaction. Then they're going to go to Amazon Prime and watch it, and they're going to be like, well, there's no replay. What happened? Or... Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, okay, hey, want to see the replay? There's the replay. Here's, now I know what happened. Now I get zone. to tweet. The people who tweet don't show the replay cause people to go and watch the replay. Exactly what I'm saying, yeah. Or one of Amazon looks at this like a basketball coach, right, where you go walk up to your coach like, coach, how much, how much are we running today? And he's like, that's another sprint. Amazon sees <laughs> yeah. no more replays. That's another replay. Yeah, they just, they're looking at the data, and they're like, hey, there are so many people tweeting about our replay. We got to show more. Per 1,000, no root, no stop the yeah. replay. Look at this. Replay is trending on Twitter. Show it again. <laughs> like, there's probably just a stream on Amazon Prime right now where you can just watch the Tua injury. Like, you got a guy sitting it. there. Instead of more cowbell, we need more replay. Yeah, more replay. More <laughs> Tua fingers. And that's what the people want to see. And and I that's do. the thing, too, with this fingers. Like, our buddy saw it first and was like, ooh, that his fingers look nasty. I thought his fingers like got snapped in half or something, and then when I see him like they're curled up like that, it's just like, oh, yikes! Yeah, like it, the brain is such a weird thing. Yeah, just the way that it can make your fingers be like, hey, you're gonna move this way right now. <laughs> yeah, they don't usually do this. This but... finger's going this way. This yeah. one's going that mm-hmm. way. Yeah. yeah, good luck getting them to stop doing this. Too. Once uh, once we decompress from impacting the side of your skull, you'll be fine. But uh-huh. like till then. You're pretty much even, up. you know, watching uh, the red zone or whatever it is that's on NFL Network today that I don't pay for because it's completely free. Watching Tyrod Taylor <laughs> take that hit today, it was 10 times worse than what I saw Tua take. He had a play where he was running he Tyrod scrambled. Taylor for the mm-hmm. Giants, yeah. He got in because Daniel Jones suffered an injury. He comes in, goes to run, lowers his shoulder into the defender. And gets head-on-head contact there. And he gets knocked out of the game. Then they had to bring Daniel Jones back in. <laughs> snip, snap, snip, snap. Like, that hit was just vicious. Hey, and Daniel I, Jones, you're not as injured anymore. Yeah, you go actually, you're good. <laughs> Hop back in there. Uh, I even saw one, uh, I don't know, it was some doctor that was like, we need to see stuff like this. People should know what they're getting into. Mm-hmm. This is a real-life situation. If you're going to play football, this stuff happens at... The junior high level, the peewee, high school level, whatever it may be, you can suffer from those injuries. And you can't hide from the concussion stuff. It's real. You can suffer one, and it can be very, very bad, no matter who you are. And that's why a lot of parents even say, like, my kid's never playing football, which sucks, but your choice. I just, it's one, I didn't see that with the Giants play, so it is what it is. But like, and you never want to see a player get injured, that's for sure. With some of these other games, though, the Jaguars and Eagles game ended up being much closer. It didn't end up being as close as I thought it would. Like, I know the eventual score was 29 mm-hmm. to 21. I was really hoping for the Jaguars to win. And it started off hot, 14 to 0 in the first quarter. 
get to the second quarter. Eagles got the lead by halftime. And then from there, it was just like. They went, They got up play. 14-0, and I thought, what is happening here? Yeah, like, I was pumped. I was like, boy, Doug Peterson. I thought we were going to have to talk about like the Eagles being fake, which <laughs> maybe we should anyway. But still, hats off to Doug Peterson. Well, I saw the score, and I was like, I was right about the Eagles. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, Just kidding. I still am impressed with what Doug Peterson is doing with the Jaguars, though, because the Eagles are 4-0. They're the only undefeated team in football right now, so they've got to be at least pretty good for right now. <laughs> Maybe other teams will catch up to them. But the Miles Jaguars like, played with them yeah. and played good. They're 2-2 two and two right now. They might actually be the best team in the AFC South. Still not saying much, <laughs> but they might be. Did Titans look a lot better today. Did everyone AFC South lose today? No, Titans, the Titans and Colts played. So, mm-hmm. well, you know what I mean. Week one, there's a possibility of a tie again, but right. And here's the thing with the Colts: was last week their Super Bowl? I mean, what, what happened? Mm-hmm. Like, I know Kansas City shot themselves in the foot. That situation is whatever. But they've the just looked so like, bad every other week. Oh my gosh! I just I thought the Colts were going to be so good this year. Mm-hmm. Again, four weeks into the season, plenty of time to turn it around. But right now, it does not look good. It does not. I'll tell you something that does look good though, and that is the Happy Hour at Club Six Hundred Nine, uh, best Happy Hour in the world with their two for one drink specials and two dollar draft pours. Also, don't forget about those lovely appetizers that they have. Uh, again, that's Club Six Hundred Nine right here in downtown Joplin, Missouri. Absolutely. Next up is going to be Downtown Lube, located right here in the heart of Joplin, Missouri, on 1st and Main Street. They do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that, so be sure to visit their website at downtownlube.com for the full list of services. It's not a matter if, it's a matter of when you're going to need your oil change and your tire service. Be sure to do that right here in Joplin at Downtown Lube. And now for something completely different as we get random with these third segments here uh, during football season. Uh, all work and no play makes Jack a doll boy, so... We'll play around a little bit here. Uh, we're going to do top five things that scare you. And we don't have anything on the rundown, so I assume that we're drafting these? Yeah, I didn't again? have I – mean, my list is endless, so I, I didn't even bother writing down five. If you just want to make a list, we can do a list. <laughs> I mean, you could build a list for me if you wanted to. Maybe we just list our, our top five favorite ones. Kind of a draft. But I, honestly, I don't think that we will have many that cross over. I don't think you're going to name something, and I'm going to be like, oh, shit, that was number one on my list. Yeah. And I, I'm going to throw out uh, birds. I feel like a lot of people know birds yeah. are a fear for me. It's not as big of a fear as I, I think people think it is, though. And no, and I, I totally get that, because that's how a lot of stuff is that scares me. It's like Stuff scares me, but it's not like life-threatening scary, mm-hmm. if that makes yeah. sense. Like I've been out at recess uh, before. And students would be like, there's a bird in that tree. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, I know. <laughs> like, what? You think I'm going to piss my pants because there's a bird out here? Like, I'm familiar. If that motherfucker lands right next to me, that's yeah, another garbage. Right? If he's flying at me, alert the police. I've uh, had a heart attack. <laughs> I just imagine a student saying that to you, and you just give him that look like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> in my head, what do I say versus what I say out loud? Oh, man, or, you know, great. we were on a vacation once. And we were sitting in a restaurant, you and I and another person, and they were like, hey, are you going to be okay to sit here? Like, there's a picture of a bird over your shoulder. I'm like, yeah, I'm not scared of a picture of a bird. Like, what are you talking about? I love that story because we've also seen us sit outside at a restaurant and a bird land on a rail 
and Ooh. you freaked out. I still, I love telling that If story. a real bird gets within, I would say, six to ten feet of me, mm-hmm. it, I am scared. I will react. Yeah. Like a child, like, not even a child, because children don't react that way to birds. But it, it will. It will scare me, and I will, I will jump. I will yell, scream. Fight or flight kicks in, and I'm like, I can't fly, so I'm not going to fight this thing either. <laughs> I'm just dead. That's the way it works in my brain. Fight or fly, how about die? <laughs> yeah. How about no, Scott? So birds are one that's been obvious for me, uh, but I don't even know that it is like a top five fear for me, Yeah, actually. But I, I will let you go first because I am actually curious to see what yours is. Yeah, so my first one, and people are going to hear this and just be like, no, there's no separation. But there 100% is. I'm not scared of the dark. <laughs> I am scared of what's in the dark that's not to my knowledge. And because, like, I can be outside in the dark. I can walk outside to my car and be just fine. I can go to sleep in the dark. I don't need a nightlight, nothing. Like, I, I like it pitch, dark, pitch black when I go to sleep. Mm-hmm. That's fine. <laughs> but, <laughs> I, now I'm picturing you in the nightlight. <laughs> just, <laughs> it's like a little basketball that plugs into an outlet in your room. It's a fucking Batman alarm clock, dog. Jonah's back in the chat. Get out of here, you freaking assholes. <laughs> oh, I did get you. Yeah. Um, but, again, it's like it's what's – in the dark. So, like, if I'm out in the woods and it's dark outside mm-hmm. and I hear rumors that there's a cougar roaming around in the area, I'm scared of the possible cougar that's in the dark. If I'm walking in an area that I'm unfamiliar with, yeah. I'm well, scared of what's in the dark people. on whether that's a drugged-out homeless person on a bicycle that has uh-huh. just found a new, like, sharp object and is like, what can I do with this? Yeah. Big or, bald you know, guy a lot of people will the say they're afraid of heights, but it's not actually, like— they're afraid of being up high. Yeah. For a lot of people, it's the fear of falling off of something. Like, yeah, when you look down and you're like, oh, <clears> shit. <throat> right. So even like I knew, I had a buddy his whole life. He's like, oh, I'm afraid of heights. I'm afraid of heights, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, but then we were in like a second story building and looking like over the top. And maybe it was a little taller than two stories. Uh, but, you know, two, three stories. And he's like, no, I'm not going to the edge. I'm, a, I'm afraid of falling off this stuff. So it wasn't even like, oh, we're up high. It was... I'm afraid of falling. Mm-hmm. So I think the fear of the dark is another one of those things. It's not, I'm not afraid of things that are in the dark. I'm afraid of the possibility that there's something that I don't see. Exactly. And mm-hmm. this also, can, you, can I just go into my next one? Sure. Let's do your five. Let's run off your five. Uh, demons and ghosts. <laughs> yes. So like, <laughs> yeah. that also kind of goes into. <laughs> I knew that was going to be very high. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was like, this. It, it also ties into the dark. But here's the thing is like, I've also just, people have always joked about it, but I also feel like, you know, again, where there's smoke, there's fire in some of these jokes where like, hey, if you buy something from a yard sale and it's possessed and then you bring it into your home, that's the new home of that demon. You know, whether it's a mirror, it's a furniture item, anything like that. Like I've heard that happen with people like, oh, we bought this here. All of a sudden we come home. Now it's haunted. We had to get rid of this object. The haunting stopped. And it's like, well, there it is. So, like, that type of stuff scares me. And, like, even watching it on a movie, like, I'm not thinking, like, ooh, if I watch this movie, a demon's coming home with me. But it's just the fact of, like, that shit is real and someone did have to go through that. I don't want to be the next one. Like, I don't want to be some, like, I don't want a movie based around my life in this situation of, like, this is based on a true story. Demon came in, killed him and his whole family. Like, no, like, that does not excite me. I don't like watching that stuff. That, like, talking about it right now, my voice is shaky because it creeps me out. Really? And I'm also thinking about other movies that I've seen. It was just like, don't want that happening to me. And I I actually, I really like that stuff. Sometimes it will get in my head and it scares me a little bit. But at the same time, 
I would I would play around with a Ouija board. Whereas I know so that like, you absolutely would. I would not, no. Like in again at college I had buddies try to play pranks on me and like say they did it and I was just like I will move out of in this college. House. You like, mean, like two weeks ago? Like, <laughs> I, feel like I do this all the time. <laughs> I was actually thinking about college. That was like five years ago for me now. Mm-hmm. Four. Like that college was a while. Like I'm getting freaking old, man. Yeah, you are. But it's it's still. It's like I just I don't even like to mess around with that stuff. I don't like to welcome it. Don't like tease. even like what about like staying at like haunted hotels? Like hot hotels that no, are allegedly like that's haunted. You're, you're welcoming that shit in. So you would not do it? No. Really. For for a large sum of money, I would. There's a, a, <laughs> everything has a price. Tag. You're saying, yeah. yeah. I know my mom. Uh, she works for um, Head Start, mm-hmm. and she has like a lot of different locations. Obviously, a poor area of the country. And she used to. I don't know if she even worked at that center or if she just knew people that did. And uh, they said that it was haunted, and they were actually looking for a new building because they were just tired of. Like seeing stuff and hearing stuff, and they're the one like, that they're in right now. No, oh, now, it was a, a small center where there are actually kids at. Gotcha. Not gotcha. across from your apartment. <laughs> Although I should have went that direction. <laughs> yeah. I really wish. When I you answered it truthfully, I, was I like, messed up. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. <laughs> that's like that's on me. I'm not going to sleep at night. I I dropped the ball, and I apologize to our listeners. Like that that just shouldn't happen. I'm better exactly. than that, and I apologize. <laughs> but it was at a, a different center. And, but they did. They found a new building because they're like, we can't have kids here because enough people believe that something was going on there. And when they had like moved out, they had moved all their stuff. I wanted to go and stay the night there. Empty building, potentially haunted. Like we even did that in our old office. And like, I don't mm-hmm. know how much of that was like you guys joking with me or us just kind of leaning into it. But like, I for I for real did see something in that back room that one day that we did the show where I saw it. That was move, a creepy office. And I thought I thought it was Matt that was back there, and then all of a sudden he comes in out of the, the office <laughs> itself, and I was just like, uh, what, what the fuck was that? Who the fuck yeah. is this guy? You know what I mean? Just like like it that was, stuff, it, it really it does. It excites me. And I feel like my daughters are old enough now. I want to take them this year uh, to a haunted house. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the fun part. They actually requested that you go with us. <laughs> Nah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little asshole. Sorry to call them that. Right. So family that. trip uh, to a haunted house. I would I go. I would them, go with them. I want to take them to one that's not like super scary. Like it would be their first time going there. Yeah. Eight and nine years old. Mm-hmm. So like to a low level haunted house that would like scare you guys, but also not like traumatize Ruin them. Ruin your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Traumatizes you. It's like, eh, whatever. You're almost 27. Like get over it. But yeah. <laughs> Like for them to have a good time, but for also maybe you to pee your pants. I feel if like they, there's definitely if they want to go and they want me to join, me. I'll go with them. I'll do that. Hundred percent. I'm not kidding. They, that's that's great. They might just have something planned to where they pick on you, but like the demons and the ghost things. Honestly, just shocked that it's not number one. Cool. So it's Matt Mello Jr. right here. <laughs> yeah. Bring Emmett into the mix as well. So let's go. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So I'm not like scared of haunted houses, and I think I've figured out a way to handle it, at least the last time that I went, because what I would do is <laughs> – the last time I went to a haunted house was, was with my significant other. Um, been a minute. It, it has been. It's been a great minute, I'll be honest <laughs> with you. Like last year didn't have – two years like in a row. four years or something? Three years? How, lo- how long ago? Yeah. 2020, so yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, not as long as I thought. No. 
way off. Already reengaged. What's up? <laughs> in, in, whatever. Fuck it. Don't care. <laughs> but it, I had the, what I would do though, because I had to do it four years in a row within the length of that relationship, is that I would have her go in front of me, not so that she would get scared first, but in case anything came up behind us, I could just grab her and run. And that happened multiple times. And then it got to the point where we, I would just start walking so fast that we'd catch up to other groups. And I'd just be like, oh, man, like, it's just, like, dead. You know what I mean? Like, they're just it's taking forever. And they're like, yeah, I know. Like, we've been waiting on these groups in front of us. And I was like, Phew. we sprinted to catch up to you guys. Like, I am, I'm glad to see other humans here. But then what I would do is I would tell the scary people, like, hey, the person behind us is absolutely terrified. They're getting ready to come around the corner. We'd be crystal clear the whole way. I went through a haunted house, didn't get scared one time. But the person behind me, absolute hell for them. <laughs> Maybe yeah. you guys have been the karma for that and just the consistent scaring of it. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, you thought you got to scare people? Again, I don't know what it is. God, universe, karma, whatever you want to call it. Somebody is like, oh, you thought you scared people? I've got two guys that you're going to be friends with. A boo, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what third thing that scares you? Uh, the third one, uh, this one's kind of like a deep thing, uh, but something I've always it's stupid to think about because I've not been it, but like becoming a dad and then dying. Like, I feel like you, you see movies about it. It all started with Lion King, right? Like Foss becomes a dad, boom, dies, doesn't get to see Simba grow up. Simba has to go live uh-huh. his life on his own. I, again, don't mean to just be deep. Didn't have like strong father figure growing up. Like it just, that situation is what it was, but like to become a dad. And that's something like I've always wanted to be and do. Like I can wait to be a dad, but I can't wait at the same time. And then just all of a sudden die. And it's like, Something I've waited my whole life to be, and I finally do, and it's just like, eh, you're gone. That is deep. Like I, don't that know. I don't have any jokes for that one. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to say. <laughs> That's not something that I've ever been afraid of as a dad, uh, but I understand that fear of like missing out. Well, it's almost like you know that one thing you want more than anything, and then like right when you get there, it gets taken away from you. Yeah. For a lot of people, like NFL players, like getting to Super Bowl and then losing. For me, that's becoming a dad and <laughs> no longer being alive. Yeah. And even, like, for me, I've even had, like, a pup, couple people ask me, like, oh, you wouldn't move to this location for this opportunity. It's like, no, absolutely not. I would, yeah. I would not. I, and I'm, I'm not going to. And they would be like, really? Like, you could still see your daughters. You'd be like, over the summer, you'd have them every other weekend, every weekend. I, that's a no for me, dog. Like, I'm not <laughs> missing out on that stuff. For like literally any amount of money, I'm not, I'm going to be present. Like, I like this. I'm not a dad by like, oh shit, accidentally had two kids. Like, this sucks. They were accidents, but I was doing one of them. <laughs> Great accidents. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I'm going to be present for that stuff. So, I, I get that one of not wanting to miss out on those moments as a father. Number four, scariest thing for you. Uh, loud noises. Um, here's like, here's the thing. Like, it, I shouldn't say loud noises. Like, like our neighbor noises. who is just jamming music and potentially sawing people. This is gonna, it's gonna sound stupid, but I was giggling about it before I, I was driving into the office because I wanted to make sure I had at least a solidified list of five. Like buzzers, like when you're at like a sporting event, <laughs> yeah. right? And like you're sitting there and like uh-huh. you see the clock game. running down. So like, yeah, you can expect a buzzer, right? But then when they buzz it, when the timeout's over or whatnot, and you're in a conversation and all of a sudden you get that, and I'm just like, son of a bitch. Like, cause it's just, it's so freaking loud and it lasts I longer I, than it needs to that it just, I jump and I'm just like, God damn. I think I remember you reacting 
to like a shot clock buzzer at the yes. Grizzlies game, mm-hmm. being like, that, that really got you. Just a sudden loud noise, like, golly. <laughs> Huh, and I, I don't know why. Like, I don't feel like I used to be jumping, and all of a sudden, it's like one day I'm just jumping about everything. I mean, really, I should just be honest with you. I'm just using, I'm taking notes. <laughs> no, I'm aware. Loud noises in the dark <laughs> while I hold your children hostage. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> if you want them back, you have to play with a Ouija board. <laughs> uh, I would never do Uncle that. Uncle Mello will not be coming around. <laughs> <laughs> I babysit for you one day, and you come home, and there's like a pentagram drawn on the yeah. floor. <laughs> We're sitting, holding hands with candles lit. Like, come on, come that join us. That freaking little devil star or whatnot. <laughs> yeah. with all the come candles. join us, Dad. It's fun over here. Uh, we just talked to someone that called Uncle Dan. <laughs> He's fun. Oh, yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Number five scariest thing. Oh, number five. It's just... It's scary movies. Is like, I know I said demons in earlier for movies, but like it just it is just scary movies in itself. They're so good. They, they are. I just they scare me. Like I just I can't do it. Like I've tried. You know what I mean? And I think I've told the story here before. I had a deal. I was like, okay, in October, every time we hang out, you know, we can watch scary movies together. And then I was like, okay, these are not the basic scary movies that I was like, you know, I'm just gonna avoid watching these. It was. Became like some horrific shit, and I was just like, I am not going to bed with this on TV. Like that's just not going to happen, it whatsoever. And so it's movies. Like I just I can't I can't do it. it. Freaks me out. Like even the movie Halloween, I know it's just like a guy in a mask or whatnot. That dude doesn't die. I don't. They're coming out with another movie. And that like, in that part, in like, two yeah. weeks. Like I just I don't like. How does he not? I watched this dude in a fire. Kill him. Yes. And I don't know. Like, I haven't seen anything, so this isn't even, like, a spoiler alert situation. One of them has to die in this movie. Yes. And I was talking to a friend about it this uh, past weekend, too. Like, you can't just keep going on with this. It's almost like college game day. Eventually, you got to move on from Lee Corso. Eventually, the Halloween series has to move on from Jamie Lee Curtis because she's getting old. Mm-hmm. Like she, either you can kill her, kill him, or she's going to die in real life. <laughs> Got to do something. Yeah. <laughs> like, is there a way that you can kill him, and then there's like uh, some offspring, and then just like well, leads into it? Or and I've kind of lost interest in the the series, but I thought that was one of the recent ones. It was like, oh, now it's after her daughter. And that's where they like got me back in. I'm like, yes. okay, they're going to kill her off because they're introducing the daughter now. So I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. And then no one died. Like I, They've lost me as a, a viewer. Yes. Because I just I don't think either one of them are going to ever die. So I'm not just going well, to continue never They never it. had me as like a, yeah. a diehard viewer. But like mm-hmm. I was kind of intrigued on the story because I saw the first one. Yeah. Like that's the other thing too is like, you know, what's in, like, what's in the dark that I'm unaware of? Okay, I'm coming home, walk past my room, mm-hmm. someone's standing there with a knife gun ready to stab me. Every time I walk in my room, I just throw a little fist by it. I just Noted. Walk. Noted. Oh, don't. You're going to get throat <laughs> punched is what's going to happen. Uh-huh. I'm going to duck down like I used to in our old office. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to Dan Campbell. I bite her the kneecaps. I'm down there. You're not punching there. You better start kicking in that hallway. <laughs> Until I hide in the rafters. I'm just going to start sprinting. <laughs> yeah, so movies scare you. That's a good one. I have some interesting ones that are, are real legit fears and some that are just stupid. 
uh, fears. We'll start with number five uh, for me and my fears, top five things that scare me. Um, number five for me, when I start sweating and someone notices. Oh, that's a good one. I absolutely hate it. Yeah, I do too. Like at that Texas game, I sweated through my khaki shorts that I had on. Like, oh, yeah. So that's for that. the, the fear like, of like real yeah. breathable. Mm-hmm. And I hate like I, my forearms are so sweaty that when I lean down, like I put my arms on my legs, like mm-hmm. sitting, and you lean forward, and then you come back up, and you have the imprint of your forearm across your legs. Dude. Disgusting. And my thing, I've told you this before too. I don't sweat a lot. I'm not like I don't have a sweating problem, but I only sweat from the top of my head, which is like the most obvious spot mm-hmm. to sweat from. So the minute I start sweating a little bit, it looks like my body is just covered in sweat. Yeah, like armpits, back, ass. I don't have a problem sweating there. It's all from the top of my head. So even if we're like, we're in a bar situation and it's crowded and it starts to get hot, it's like, oh shit, I'm going to start sweating. Now it looks like I'm the nasty sweaty guy. Mm-hmm. So that is a, a real fear for me. Or the specific instance is like, I start to sweat a little bit. I see someone look at my forehead. I'm like, fuck. Looks and like I'm covered in sweat. even more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I just, I can't get it to stop. It's like, I have to go home now. I, I hate when I start <laughs> sweating and I don't know why I'm sweating. It was like, I didn't even, I didn't even realize I was hot. Like I, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I, I yeah. briefly walked down this hallway a little quicker than I normally would. Oh yeah. If I have to move to do anything mm-hmm. outside or I've been sitting in this office chair, why am I hot? Like I just, <laughs> Oh, this... it used to happen to me when we would do stuff on camera, like in the bleacher report days, mm-hmm. we're like, Hey, we're going to turn all these lights on. Uh, by the way, these lights are a million degrees. <laughs> And then, it, you know, you'd have somebody come in and be like, hey, sweating a little bit. Let's dab you up. Make sure that doesn't show on camera. The second that would happen, it would be like, oh, no, I'm sweating. <laughs> this is embarrassing. I am sweating on camera. And I then it's just in my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that, so that is a big one uh, for me. Uh, number four scary thing for me, uh, box jumps. Ooh, Won't that's a great answer. I will not do it. I don't care how good they are for you. I don't care. Here's the thing. If you're using like padding. I don't know why they're that good for you. I right? would much rather just do jump ropes. Or even just like jump as high as you can. <laughs> Who cares if there's a box there or not? Just do like an explosive vertical jump. Yep. See how high you can jump. At what point were they like, no, you need to see if you can land on this box. Yeah. Uh, no. I've so, done the explosive part that you want. Do you, Why do I have do you to just land hate on the box? a box, like one box jump, or do you hate repetitive box jumps? Uh, one box jump, if it's like um, you're seeing how high you can get up on it. Yeah, those are the ones that scare you? Mm-hmm. Or, or repetitive, like, hey, this is a small box, but we know your legs are going to give out, and your shins are going to hit it. That's the one that scares me. I feel like any coach or you know, anybody at a gym, they're just setting you up to be like, yeah, let's make sure your shins rake across this thing. Like, they don't care about the actual workout. They just want to see somebody get injured. And I've seen it way too many times. Mm. It, and it's one of the like nastiest sounds. You, the box flips over. It's wooden. You've probably got a ton of splinters. Like, it's not fun for anybody. And again, it could be replaced by just a simple vertical jump. Uh-huh. So I don't know why we do it. <laughs> Number I four hate them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they're jumps. so much more tiring than people realize, too. I like, think it's the fear. It's like you see the box and like your heart starts racing a little mm-hmm. bit faster and you're like, I'm gonna mess this up. For like for me, that's like my lower back starts to tighten up and my hip flexors get tired. And then it's like, okay, now I'm having a problem like picking my knees up or whatnot with this. 
Oh, it's just brutal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is definitely uh, just terrifying. And those are two of my kind of like not really scary things, but they do make me really nervous. And I won't do either one of them. Now, the box jumps is just that's a non-starter for me. Uh, number three, most uh, terrifying thing for me. This is a real one. I lose sleep over this. Home invasions. Mm. Terrifies me. So this is the one thing about being in an apartment that like I don't have to worry about it. Oh, no. no. Nope. Would you worry about more in an apartment? 100% wrong. You worry about more in an apartment? So many people around you to just be like, yeah, I'm going to break into his apartment. Like I've seen his routine. I know when he's here, when he's not. And then you can just operate under the, like, if I'm breaking into this apartment, they'll just think it's mine. Like, sorry to ruin that for you. <laughs> I'm not because I know my neighbors and I, my neighbors know me. And I think mm -hmm. it's kind of like one of those. What about the, like, like, man, even like the people above you to be like, yeah, I'm going to go down to the third or down to the second story or up. That's like, that doesn't get you. Cause that's me, where in my mind, it's almost just like accepting the fact of like, all right, bring it on. Let's go. Mm -hmm. like, let's let's see how that works out for you. It's like that fuck around and find out scale that's been kind of going viral lately. Mm -hmm. Have you been seeing that? Yeah. If for some reason that like that's a thing where it's like, I dare someone to try and mess with me in that situation. It's like one of the only things like that actually scares me, like Dang. like ghosts, demons, the dark, home invasions are one of the only like real life scenarios that that scare me because it has to be like that. Hey, this could actually happen. I actually have two more, but like home invasion, I will lose sleep over. If I wake, I'm a light sleeper. If I wake up in the night to a noise, it's ruined my whole night. Like, I, I can't go back to sleep until I've like done a full investigation and close the case of like, oh yeah, it was the dryer that I have running. <laughs> oh, was my buddy's playing a prank on me no, if I, in the front of the house? If I hear a noise in the middle of the night, my brain immediately goes to somebody's trying to get in. So what if there was an emergency and someone's like knocking on your door to like wake you up? Are you coming in just like fucking psycho mode or is it just like, okay, let's like casually figure out what this is or. I would probably not answer the door, <laughs> but if somebody like knocked on my door in the middle of the night and it woke me up, I would stand there waiting for them to come through. <laughs> By the way, I'm, I only have underwear on <laughs> and a knife and possibly a shotgun. <laughs> So, and that's one of my elements of surprise too it's like oh you're gonna break in on me have fun i'm halfway naked it's just the cops being like hey and now i've started sweating i'm a little nervous and slippery <laughs> you're two for five right now you better figure it out yeah that's i i would not i don't even answer the door in the daylight i just <laughs> what i i do not answer my door if someone knocks on my door i do not answer Really? Ever. <laughs> because if I know you well enough for you to come over, you probably know that you need to give me a heads up of like, the, hey, I'm coming over. You know, or we've talked about it before. I'm not a just, uh, hey, I was in the neighborhood, going to stop by guy. Yeah. You, you, just, you don't do that to me because <laughs> I'm not answering the door. You're not coming in. I am not a social person. I need time to get myself mentally prepared for company. That's so I don't, fair. I don't. And if like, it's somebody I don't know, I don't need it. I, I don't need you trying to sell me security systems or <laughs> Girl Scout cookies or whatever. Like, it's 
2022. I can Google it and get whatever I want. I don't need a vacuum. (laughs) So, yeah, I don't answer the door. And home invasions are another one of those things. And, again, watching the Jeffrey Dahmer stuff. That's a no for me on Neighbors. I just, I'm not going to talk to him anymore. <laughs> uh, number two for me. Oh, this you brought is, me cookies? Yeah, Garbage. Nope, not eating that for sure. Uh, number two for me is a real one. School shootings. Ooh. Didn't used to bother me. It is something that I consciously think about all the time. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that got real, didn't it? Yeah, it did, man. That's more yeah. real than mine. Yeah, I mean, sure. everybody's always like that. Well, it used to be. Yeah. Like, oh, it'll never happen here. Yes, it will. Sadly, it almost feels like you're waiting for it to. Uh-huh. Like that's not a joke. That's not like a yep. hoping it happened, wishing like mm-hmm. nothing. It's just like, man. And I feel it like just, in the last sucks. like two years, even people used to say like, oh, that'll probably never happen here. Or, like that sucks, but it's not that common. I feel like it's pretty damn common. Yeah. Now, so like and that it's is sad that it is. So it scares me for myself, but then also uh, as a dad terrifies me yeah. i'm so out of control and then watching that video uh in texas where the dad or not the dad the husband i think mm-hmm. was in the the building he's like i want to go to my wife's classroom let me in there she needs help and the other officers wouldn't let him yep so that would be another fear like and the shooter was in her classroom like that's yeah. the worst part about it like if i knew there was a situation at my daughter's school and they would not let me in i they would probably have to kill me i would honestly lose my mind yeah, I, it would just it would wreck me. But that is the one that absolutely terrifies me: is school shootings. Again, the whole father daughter aspect of it is even more terrifying. And number one scariest thing for me is death. But not like I don't have a fear of dying. It's that fear of the unknown. Of, oh, like yeah. I like even if you if you believe in God and people are like, oh, you're gonna live for eternity in heaven. <sighs> That's a long ass time. <laughs> like the the thinking of eternity scares me so even people are like oh no you'll go live with your heavenly father streets of gold blah 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 forever like forever ever i don't know about that <laughs> but like what's my other option if i'm religious it's like oh go live and be happy forever but forever scares me, or go to hell and be terrible forever. And burn forever. Yeah, or just... You're talking the, about sweating from the top of your head. You're doing that <laughs> every moment of your waking, yeah. eternal and life. And with from some on. of the decisions I've made in life already, yikes. Always got time to turn it around. I hope I can take an air conditioner with me. That's also, the thing, though, is like, you think you have time to turn around. You might not. Exactly. Yeah. I saw someone post the other day on Facebook that, you know, they're coming home from something like a group event. She saw a car accident happen. And they saw their, they personally watched him put the tarp over his vehicle and they knew someone who was deceased. And it's just like, that person wasn't expecting that. You're just crossing an intersection. Right. Just trying to get home and boom, that's it. There's your life. Oh, yeah. And it's just. Well, we had a couple accidents around us in the last couple months or so, weeks or so, I think, mm-hmm. of people driving on the wrong side of the road. Yes. And I don't know if it's like a trend or a challenge or whatever it is. Like, that's terrifying. Yeah. And like, that's my thing too with like the whole like dying when becoming a dad is like, is dying in a car accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know why, but it is like every time they're made to be like, I hate going around big, long curves, like or tight curves. Cause I don't know if the person coming the other way mm-hmm. is taking their curve wide or if they're taking it tight. And it's yep. just like, do I have Especially time to on react some of those, to that? Those roads where it's like, eh, it's not really frequently traveled. So, mm-hmm. Oh, I got out of my lane a little bit. It's not a big deal yep. oh, until it is. 
Yeah. Until it's a really big Where it's like, okay, I, like, mm-hmm. I'm used to this road. No one's ever on it. I'm going to go fast. And yeah. then you get that person who's not used to being there and they need to turn around. Or, right. know, I hate to even like speak on this, but my brain's already gone there. I take a, a road every single day that has a very sharp turn. And I've seen a ton of people that like cross over the lane and then mm-hmm. now they're in my lane. It's like, hey, what the? I know you're going like 30, but like, stay in your lane. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. But uh, death is one thing that scares me, uh, but also not just mine, but like the death of close family members. Yes. I, I'm pretty sure my daughters are going to outlive me. They're still going to die, and that terrifies me. Oh, yeah. Add that to your list of <laughs> things that scare you as a potential father someday. And like, I'm not going to hope to God I'm not going to be around. But at the same time, that's terrifying because I'm not going to be around. Well, we got real right here at the end. That it, it that will keep me up at night. Man, I hate that I put that on people. <laughs> but yeah. me over here, I can't wait to be a dad. Now I'm gonna be dad. And that's all I'm gonna think about. Yeah. So uh, we thank everybody for listening. A little bit of a longer <laughs> show for you guys. Today. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, how about those Chiefs before we, uh, <laughs> yeah. before we end the show today? No uh, gray, baby. Watch this thing. Live, Patrick Mahomes, uh, the man is just a magician with the football. And I think, I love this. It's 28 to 10, uh, about to hit the two-minute warning in the second quarter. I love how Mahomes just rises up to the moment of, like, playing against Tom Brady is a thing for him. Yep. Playing the Bills and Josh Allen is a thing. And maybe, you know, you'll get those moments against the Colts where it's like, what the hell happened? But when you have stuff like this happen, (laughs) this is the greatness that is. Yep. Patrick Mahomes. Uh, so uh, again, a long show, but we do appreciate you guys listening and enjoying it. Um, whether it's Sunday evening, Monday, Tuesday, whenever it is, we do appreciate it. Uh, Big Country and I back at it on Thursday again. Uh, so we'll talk to you guys on Thursday.